You're listening to Oh Hey Life, the podcast designed to elevate your thinking, question the status quo, and motivate you to start living the life you actually freaking want. Oh Hey, welcome to another episode of Oh Hey Life. Today I am talking about decision making. If you're listening to this episode on the day that it's released, it's Friday the 24th of April and I've been thinking about doing an episode on this topic for a wee while following a conversation I had with a friend of mine who regularly regularly attends (laughs) philosophical group discussions and there was one topic of discussion she mentioned to me a while back and that was the role that head, heart and emotions play in decision making. It was a concept that she hadn't really considered before but I was quite surprised because they're things that I'd always factored into my own decision making. So I thought at the time perhaps it may be a strategy that others hadn't heard of and would sometime make a a great topic of discussion and due to the current state of the world a lot of people are going to be finding themselves having to make decisions at the moment. So I thought what better time to do an episode on those three factors that we all take into account with decision making. Every day we make decisions and they're of varying magnitude. Sometimes we have to make fairly agonizing decisions. They may be fairly life-changing or they may be something a little bit trivial. But if you break any of them down, ultimately they're all driven and they're all made by either our head our heart or our emotions or a mix of all three. So the key to successful decision making and what I've always found is knowing when to involve what. So today I'm going to go through all three of them and give some examples of when they can serve you well, (laughs) when they can work against you and also how to make them work for you. Let's start by talking about our head and It's a role in decision making and gosh, I don't know about you, but even thinking about only using your head to make decisions and guide you through life, it sounds, it sounds bland, but, but it's a necessity and certainly in, in certain situations or for certain people, it, it, it's, it's more than a necessity. I feel like that word doesn't even do it justice, but think about doctors, for example, Doctors need to make rapid decisions based on facts. And furthermore, those decisions need to be completely devoid of any emotions. I mean, they they may sometimes use their heart or or their gut, uh, you know, sort of similar thing there. And hopefully, (laughs) hopefully that works out well when that's involved. But but really, in the majority of their decision making about you know how to treat a patient, for example, that's strictly going to be head. So that's where purely using your head to make decisions can can work well. It's interesting using the medical profession as an example, actually, because if you think about how someone using purely the head aspect of decision making in a more in a more personal context, you know, they might be described as quite clinical in their approach. I can speak from personal experience to a certain extent here, actually, because the amount of time that I've spent in business and 
being in, in very senior roles in business and furthermore in very male dominated environments I have found over the last few years or, or learned over the last few years more so that I, I, I've made certain decisions personal decisions that have been completely devoid of, of sort of heart and emotions or I've or I've approached things from too much of a logical standpoint because I'm used to having to make cutthroat decisions that you can't allow emotions or your heart to become involved in. So I've seen the impact that that can have. And look, I'm not going to turn this into an episode about, my, about myself, so I'm not going to go into that any further. But it has meant that I'm now much better or, uh, better at knowing when those pure head decision need, decisions need to be made. And that's very still much a big part of my life because I uh, I bolster other people's decision-making in a business context, which uh, in, in many cases I need to ensure that uh, they're aware of the need to remove emotions and heart out of it. But I can now much more easily switch from one mode to the other and understand when I need to involve what. The benefit, of course of involving your head and your logic in making decisions is that it prevents you from acting rashly. Whatever word you want to use, it prevents you from doing stupid shit. Um, You know, even when you're faced with uh, the most emotional or the most heartfelt decision, using your head, you know, your head brings... It brings some rationality and some logic into the picture. I mean, using it's certainly easier said than done, especially when you're, you know, you're overwhelmed or you're, you know, you're in the complete depths of a, a flurry of emotions. But the the best way to ensure that that it works for you is to to be self aware and and identify when you are erring on the side of of an irrational you know, emotionally or gut-driven decision so that you can engage your brain to keep you falling off the precipice. Heart is the next uh, participant in this beautiful menage a trois of factors in decision-making. And and heart's also known as, you know, gut or, or intuition. And, like, this is within all of us. Even you blokes that are listening, <laughs> and in a way, it can you know it can be developed, or or a better way of looking at that is that you you can learn to hear when it's speaking to you, so to speak. And look, we can be pretty good at suppressing it when we want to. I've again, I put my hand up, and I'm the first to say that. You know, sometimes I'll, I'll ignore intuition because, you know, the, the emotional or the logical aspects of the decision that I'm making are more appealing. But uh, it's, you know, it, it, is, it is a very, very good thing to be tuned into. Matters of the heart, like love, uh, <laughs> you know, they, they, they potentially cause us, or rather the heart factor of decision making potentially causes us to you know, stay in relationships that aren't healthy, for example. And that's because we don't want the emotional aspect of decision-making to come into play because because that could hurt us. The best way that I like to describe the heart coming into play in our decision-making and also, you know, really learning how you can tune into your own heart or your own gut a lot better 
is when you find yourself in a situation that you could write a list of pros and cons about the two different outcomes you're weighing up. So say, for example, you're trying to make a decision about something and you think, oh, I'll write a list of the pros and cons and whichever one has the most pros or the least cons I'll go with. If you are doing that and you find that one outcome has, you know, all the pros going for it, not so many cons, your head's telling you this is the one that I should go for. And you've got on the flip side, the other outcome, which, you know, on the face of it, logic's telling you maybe is not the way to go. If you've got those two in front of you, you've got the one one with all the pros next to it, but you're still yearning for that second outcome and, and it's telling you that that's the way you need to go, that's your heart talking to you. Your heart is completely overtaking what your head is telling you about those two different outcomes. So it's a really good way of tuning into what your heart and your gut is telling you is when you've got some information in front of you that can quantify when your heart is talking over your head. Your heart also knows your values. And again, this is something that I can speak of having experienced personally because I very much used my heart to make some big life decisions last year whilst keeping elements of of logic (laughs) in there as well and and having to sort of uh, remove a lot of the emotion out of it because that was going to skew the right decision. So just coming back to the, the whole value side of it, your your heart really does know what your intrinsic values are. And so it's a very good compass to help guide you in making decisions that are going to align with you a lot better. Let's talk about emotions. And uh, just a heads up, guys, if you push pause here or you exit out of the podcast, I can see that in my analytics. So (laughs) keep listening or I'll be pointing the finger. Now, there are two really obvious examples here of uh, emotionally driven decisions. And so I'm going to throw these two out there. One is spending money (laughs) based on emotions, going and buying something because, oh my God, I love it so much. And secondly, uh, doing stupid shit because you're angry or deciding to do stupid shit because you're angry. And obviously the ramifications of those two things, you know, one could argue (laughs) which which ones are huger, but you know, they they can be big. You know, you go and spend, uh, spend money without, you know, thinking about it properly using your head using your logic emotionally driven spending that can be quite destructive and obviously acting in anger that's very very rarely a good thing I can't think of any good good outcomes off the top of my head when I think of decisions or behaviors that have been carried out as a result of of anger But emotions are important and as outlined when I was speaking about my own experience of becoming somewhat of a robot, you know, as a result of all my time in in business, emotions, they're important because we're all human, we're not robots, we're we're all human and we all have them, again, guys, blokes, pointing the finger here, (laughs) and and it's it's important to acknowledge them they they bring color to life and okay could be argued that sadness doesn't bring color to life it you know brings dark stormy clouds but but they're 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 the dynamics of life and much like how 
bringing our head into our decision making is uh, a, a matter of, of learning to identify when it needs to come into decision making. Same with emotions. We need to be aware of the emotions that we're having when we're making decisions and whether they're being constructive or destructive in that decision making process. And again, like bringing your head into decision making, easier said than done. Easier said than done. And, and that's going to be a matter of self-reflection. Have you, through listening to this episode, identified in yourself the different ways that you make decisions? Because we're all vastly, vastly different. And I've spoken with a couple of my friends about this, and it's just really interesting, you know, seeing the way that we perceive each other to be making our decisions and, and the way that we perceive ourselves to make decisions. So, yeah, let me know your thoughts about this one. I'm really interested to hear. And next week's episode talks about uh, self-reflection a little bit more and and the part that it plays in something that really can shape the the way and the, the and the level of positivity that we approach life with. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it a little bit cryptic so that you tune in next week. And so make sure you hit follow on your podcast platform and you know share this with your friends so they can benefit too. I'm going to leave it there for today and I'm gonna let my stomach decide what I go and get out of the fridge for a evening snack. I am Lani Fogelberg. You'll hear from me next week. In the meantime I hope you have a spectacular day. <laughs>